New technologies are radically advancing our freedoms, but they are also enabling unparalleled invasions of privacy. National and international laws have yet to catch up with the evolving need for privacy that comes with the new digital technologies. Respect for individuals' autonomy, anonymous speech, and the right to free association must be balanced against legitimate concerns like law enforcement. Your cell phone keeps you in touch with friends and family, but it can also make it easier for the government to track your location. Your web searches about sensitive medical information might seem a secret between you and your search engine, but companies like Google are creating a treasure trove of personal information by logging your online activities and making it potentially available to any party wielding enough cash or a subpoena. And the next time you try to board a plane, watch out. You might be turned away after being mistakenly placed on a government watch list or be forced to open your email in the security line. Several governments have also chosen to use malware to engage in extra-legal spying or system sabotage for dissidents or non-citizens, all in the name of national security. As privacy needs to evolve, so too should our regulatory regimes. National governments must put legal checks in place to prevent abuse of state powers, and international bodies need to consider how a changing technological environment shapes security agencies' best practices. Above all, we need to respect the rights of autonomy, anonymity, association, and expression that privacy makes possible, while also taking into account legitimate law enforcement concerns. This excerpt is from the Electronic Frontier Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization defending civil liberties in the digital world. Welcome to the controversy. Welcome to the controversy. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Bill. How are you today? Well, I guess I'm good. I'm a little exhausted, <laughs> a little tired, but other than that, I guess I'm I'm good. And how about you? You're a busy man. Well, not busy, <laughs> but I, I try to keep myself busy to to get the the day, you know, get yeah. over the day. And I was a little worried because the light was a little red in the beginning, but now everything's green, so I'm good. I'm good. But okay. how are you? Nice. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm still, uh, you know, doing my my daily workouts. You know, I've been I've been getting after it. I lost two kilograms already this month. I don't know if you can can tell already <laughs> wow i was i was wondering i saw it i was like something's different <laughs> yeah man i'm getting after it um uh very much would recommend uh the podcast by jocko willink if anyone uh, has ever seen it i don't know if you've ever seen it bello but if you ever want to get after it you should check out the podcast of jocko willink and his book what, what, uh, what is getting after guy. it what does it mean <laughs> it's not for this episode okay, it's not for this okay. episode but you got to get after it man there's no excuses uh, i don't this know equals don't, freedom i don't like getting after it i don't like trends <laughs> i don't like following other people's suggestions yeah. but, but today well, we're talking about privacy yes exactly so what do you think about that intro um i have to admit i was kind of distracted because the lights were orange and red but i liked it i liked it and i was like shit i missed it <laughs> I, I subconsciously listened um but I, I only picked up half of it 
Uh, <laughs> well, okay. at least I'm yeah, honest. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> no, but it's this. This this is a uh, basically a text from the Electronic Front, uh, Frontier Foundation. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No. So this is a uh, like they say it installs. It's a nonprofit organization defending civil liberties in a digital world. Um, so they are basically working with lawmakers uh, to make sure that you know the 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 basic right or basic human right of privacy as they as, as they call it is enforced and you know is um is is you know prominent with the lawmakers and that they're also you know it on, on top of their minds so they don't you know so so we don't lose that right of privacy because they mm-hmm. think it's it's a very important basic human right to have that because as they say you know you might be uh, how much power do you want to give to to the government on the internet? You know that's that's really what this is about. Like the internet yeah. is an international web, right? Um, but um, governments are, you know, since the '90s have become you know increasingly more interested in in the internet and and its power to to track people and uh, using that in in you know ways that they please but the question is you know how much power mm. do we want to give governments and also you know companies to to have over us and over our data uh, we've talked mm-hmm. about this as well uh last time with the data ownership and uh citizenship uh, mm-hmm. episode um but yeah today is all about about privacy so you know what's what's your take on on privacy? Do you, is it important to you? Are you conscious of it? Have you thought about it? What's your what's your initial thoughts? Well, maybe I just explain it by saying that I lived without a smartphone until Samuel created the Instagram account for me. So I I am a very private person. My Instagram account I recently renamed to Fake. So Fembello, I don't even like putting my name out there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so what is that about? What is that about? It's it's private. I I don't like I don't like being out there as an object of someone else. So I like deceiving people on the internet. Just being someone different, uh, someone else, just to protect my privacy. You know, like right. kind of. Uh, I think you, you it's kind of. Nowadays, we, we, we are kind of trapped. We have to use these services, but th- it always comes at a at a price and you have to pay with your private data. And I try as much as possible to give the wrong data <laughs> because I think it's very important. I think people underestimate what you what knowledgeable people can do with your data. And also, I think, you know, it's it's it, it doesn't concern anybody. It's not like I want to do bad stuff or anything. But imagine you have a girlfriend or whatever, and she cheats on you. Do you would you want the whole world to know about it? No, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some things are just private. What, do you um, have something to hide, Bella? Is that it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> this is the typical, you know, uh, um, exactly. thing that that that, that people assume. Or the, the, the misconception where people say, well, I don't have anything to hide. Well, I can give everything. But this is this is a huge misconception. Only because you don't have anything to hide doesn't mean that you should give everything. 
I, I like to, you know, about trackers, give the analogy of imagine Facebook tracker or the Facebook pixel where a human being who follows you all, every, wherever you go, he's always behind you, watching you and writing down what you do. I, I, I can't imagine one person being okay with that. I think, you know, people will get very angry and I, I would be super interested in doing this as a social experiment, you know, just taking a notepad and following somebody, you know, with a hidden camera and then writing down everything he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> imagine you long... go into, uh, into like a supermarket and an employee is yeah. with a notepad behind you. Yes. Whatever you're buying, where you're looking at for three seconds on this or two seconds on that. And imagine you, you would even like uh, say it out loud, like, okay, looking at groceries for three minutes. <laughs> like everything. <laughs> and yeah. And I think it's the Strong interest in meat. Savage person. <laughs> yeah. What is this? And these technologies have to do a great job in in hiding, you know, what that they are doing that constantly. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh, sneaky, right? Like they they collect everything and and then do whatever they please with it after yeah. after the fact. And yeah. you know what the EFF is is a lot of times saying is uh, that you know. Right now, Apple just came out with a new uh, privacy feature where mm -hmm. on the newest version of iOS, uh, com like apps will have to ask you whether or not they can track you using mm -hmm. Apple's subsystem. Because you, on iOS, Apple has their own subsystem for uh, you know, collecting advertising data or any, any kind of metadata about your use of apps and also in between apps. So they have their own subsystem for that. But if you say, this app can't track me, then they can't use that subsystem and then they don't have any tracking information uh, mm. about you. So, um, but what the EFF is saying that's, that this is very is a very basic thing, right? They they should ask you if, whether or not they can use your data or track you or sell your data before they do it. Like that's the most basic thing. And yeah. you know they could say legally they've done it because you've you know by signing up you go you know accept the privacy policy and everything like that. Mm. But you know it's. It's it's not clear enough, right? And I really like what what Apple is doing here, right? Like mm -hmm. I know you're you, or you know the big Apple is part of big tech and everything, mm -hmm. and they're probably one of the lesser evils. Um, but um, I do appreciate what Apple has been doing as of late in terms mm -hmm. of at least you know trying to um, bring privacy to, to the forefront and in the news, and um, you know. Organizations like the EFF are supporting those movements. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I understand. The thing is, I have a very critical standpoint about Apple, um, especially if we, if we talk about iPhones and if we talk about uh, Foxconn, where, you know, the, yeah. the, the... How can Apple be so great if they, you know, they just, they just do very good marketing this is a marketing mechanism they see mm -hmm. like okay data and data governance is something that's important right now how can we outcompete the, the 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 others and now they try to do it by data and also from my point of view i don't know if, it, if it's true but the way i see it there's an unseen battle being fought right now over like First of all, the arms race to quantum supremacy, 
who's going to be the quantum leader, Apple, Google, IBM, Amazon, we don't know yet, uh, or maybe we do. And it's all about data. So I think from Apple's perspective, it's a smart move to uh, stop being a servant for, for Google and Amazon, you know, so they can continue and to Facebook. collect data. And for Facebook, yeah. So they can continue to collect data on their servers where, of course, they uh, randomize it or anonymize it and everything, blah, 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 whatever. They collect the data. They have the data. And you can technically reverse the process. So mm -hmm. um, That's true. But, but on the other hand, you know, companies like Google and Facebook... Uh, are mostly dependent on on ad revenue. They're advertising companies, right? They're not mm -hmm. really social media companies. They're not really, uh, you know, search engine companies. <laughs> you know, Google mm -hmm. isn't a search engine company. They're an advertising company, right? Mm -hmm. um, and and Apple really isn't that, right? They're mm -hmm. they are mostly a hardware company still, and you know they make software for their hardware that works together. Uh, but there's a, a point to be made that you know Apple isn't really after your your data to to go advertising or sell it to third parties you know mm -hmm. what i mean while google and facebook are are doing the opposite thing and facebook is also very mad at apple right now of because <laughs> because because yeah because facebook has has literally been uh putting advertising campaigns out uh mm. against apple um, for for doing this, for giving choice to people, because that's what Apple is doing, right? Apple is giving mm -hmm. people choice to say, okay, you can track me, and I know about it, and I'm fine with it, which is a legitimate choice that someone can make. Yeah. Or they're saying, no, you can't do this, and they're giving you, the the user, the, the, the power directly at their fingertips, literally. Yeah. Um, and Facebook is saying that, you know, it would hurt small businesses and everything like that. And, you know, but the really the only person that seems to be against this is companies like Facebook. <laughs> of and course. Not really anyone else. Because, I mean, Apple can allow themselves, as you say, they, 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 are, they are not dependent on the data. Of course they are, but they can act as if they are not, right? They also need the data to know what kind, what kind of hardware to produce, especially I mean, from my point of view, ever since Tim Cook took over, Apple has been going down. And okay, they have the M1 chip now. Cool, wow, Apple is so fancy. But they, they don't really innovate a lot. And they have to, to, to spy on the users to find out about new trends. You know, kind of not spying in a way of spying, but... They have to be very close to the consumers and everything to find out about what is it that the human species needs. Uh, Facebook, on the other hand, <laughs> they have nothing. If they yeah. don't have the, 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 the ads, then the network is always uh, already dying. The only thing they have left is their marketplace and the, 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 the advertising platform. And... I mean, this is why Facebook always acquires the new trend or tries to acquire Snapchat, TikTok, mm -hmm. whatever. And if they can't, they just uh, copy it. Like Instagram Reels. They couldn't buy TikTok. Okay, we put it into our Reels. Yeah. And I think now that platforms like OnlyFans emerged, Instagram is uh, seriously threatened, you know? And 
Clubhouse, another thing. So <laughs> Instagram is not a new thing anymore. Yeah. And if Facebook, which is already a granddad in the terms of, you know, these data collecting agencies is already almost dead. Instagram is slowly dying off because you're either in the club or you're out. So no one else is, I mean, of course people are still trying, but not as serious anymore as before. Now everyone is looking for, uh, for the next thing, big, big thing. And they, this is a huge blow into Facebook's, yeah. you know, lower area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so too. And it's actually pretty amazing that <clears throat> while they're trying to diversify, they're still an advertising company. You know, they have Oculus, but I mean, I can't imagine mm -hmm. that's going to be a huge margin for them uh, mm -hmm. to, 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 keep, to stay afloat. So, I mean, how is a company like Facebook going to survive, especially when, you know, the people get more uh, aware of, of privacy, mm -hmm. of their of their data and why it's important to to, you know, to be aware of it and safeguard it. So, you know, it, that makes a company like Facebook super vulnerable, right? And it's it's mm -hmm. amazing that they they gotten so big in such a short time. But do you think this, you know, this this might really give a, a hefty blow to such a giant? Yeah, I think so. Definitely, because it's about culture. You know, um, Apple, or let's say Apple files uh, have their own culture. But uh, if you trace it back, the idea was to empower people. If you go back to Facebook, it was about connecting people. Now people are already connected and they have lost their mission. They're not about connecting people anymore. Apple, you could still argue, even though they are, they are also, you know, they, 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 uh, went far away, astray from their, from their, their, their original, I guess, uh, uh, route, they still, in the essence, empower people with technology. They give you more new, useful things. They make the life easier for you in, in, in ways. And I, I don't know about one feature that you, you have on Facebook where you can say, oh, thank God I have Facebook for this, you know, but with the iPhone, you can scan QR codes, you can scan documents, you can, I don't know, make photos. You, you, you have so many things that you can do that empower you or give you actually some benefit. So uh, the culture of Facebook ha has so drastically changed over the time with Mark Zuckerberg becoming more and more powerful and more and more badass, like there's no reason to support Facebook anymore. You know, especially after, it's always about the youth. All of these guys or girls or leaders, look where the youth are going. What are, what's, what's the toy they are playing with? And mm -hmm. uh, it's a little bit like the, the Pied Piper thing. And well, Facebook was a youth thing where we all went there and we all wanted to leave as soon as our parents entered. <laughs> so now yeah, TikTok sure. is the new thing. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly the new it, thing it, because it was Instagram no... for a second. <laughs> yes, but then our our parents became Instagrams uh, grammars, and then they talk about hashtag and everything. And now we hate the hashtag, and so now we have TikTok. As soon as the parents start using TikTok, TikTok's gonna die off, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> once the people it, that currently are using TikTok get kids. <laughs> yeah, it's already there. I yeah. have I have one friend who has two daughters, and he has also he he did TikTok at the time. But, oh yeah, you, you, well whatever. It's it's yeah. just for me. It's strange. <laughs> He convinced me to do it too. And he was like, no, it's super cool. You, you, you have a misconception about it and everything. And then I, I, I used it for a week. I didn't like it at all. Um, yes, I'm a TikTok hater. Maybe I'm a boomer. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. But it's about the culture. And this is another privacy issue that we have with TikTok. It's the same thing. Or, or Clubhouse even. Clubhouse is even even way bigger because now with with facebook or instagram or maybe apple you you assume that they they, they are grown-ups saying yes or no to things but tiktok is explicitly for younger audiences and they cannot understand how far the reach is imagine you can monitor someone from young young age on like let's say 10 years and you, you, you realize when he changes or she changes, how he or she changes. You can be part of the um, um, bringing up of a, of, a, of a generation. This is so much power. So, yeah, of course, Facebook is, is, is angry that they're losing exactly this kind of power. And especially, you know, it's also money. Cambridge Analytica, they could, they, they were able to sell the data. It, it, it really means money that they are losing with every user who finds out that they can say no. They were already angry about the, the, the cookie settings. Now, you know, everyone, I don't know if it's only in Europe or worldwide, but you here in Europe... Yeah. Mm -hmm. we we can we can choose whether we want yeah. cookies or not and how many people click on no just because they can of course um, if many websites did, will even like stop you from using the website right if you say no yeah yeah of course of course because they need it they need the data but do they <laughs> so what if the thing is like i'm seeing tr a trend happening right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is, uh, I think, a good trend, and it's all about uh, decentralization, actually. Mm -hmm. um, you know, right now, uh, cryptocurrency and the blockchain is a, is a very hot topic again. Mm -hmm. uh, every couple of years, it seems to resurface and uh, be the super hot thing all of a sudden. Right now, blockchain and crypto is, 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 very, uh, is very hot. Um, mm -hmm. But I've been looking into it, and there is some, you know, there's a lot of interesting projects being uh you being implemented using blockchain technology and mm -hmm. they are all about decentralization which i think is a great thing for the internet because right now we have a couple of really big players like google we have facebook you know they're these huge companies they're all centralized you know they're all in this one spot and they're you it's the one-stop shop and you, you you go there and you get everything and everything goes through them but I've seen uh, a specific project, for example, uh, called Orchid. And Orchid mm -hmm. is, I don't know if you've heard of it. No. Orchid is, is basically <clears throat> a blockchain-based VPN service. So oh. it, is, it is completely a de decentralized VPN. For, for those who don't know, who are listening, 
Uh, VPN is a virtual private network, is, is the abbreviation, and it will... Uh, it, it basically how it works right now is it allows you to connect to a server somewhere uh, in a in an encrypted manner, so in a safe manner where nobody can read whatever is going through until it reaches that server, and then from that server you can reach the internet, right? But the problem is that whoever owns that server can see what you're doing because your traffic is being decrypted the moment it enters that server from the VPN provider. So, in essence, you have to kind of trust the VPN provider to not keep your logs, to not read your logs, to not use your data again and sell your data, um, because, you know, obviously they can do that if they control the server. What's interesting about this uh, blockchain VPN is that, you know, you have, it's completely decentralized, so not one person owns the VPN. Right, so the VPN is kind of everywhere. It's in it's in everyone's pocket. You know, is the VPN server. So, which yes. which is a very interesting concept of decentralization. And I think if this trend continues, it would be very interesting what kind of different projects that can open up. I'm even thinking about social media right now. Mm-hmm. What about a blockchain social media? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think this is already in the making. Definitely. Um, sure. Yeah. The what was the name of it again? A bit, bit, bit club, or bit cloud? Bitconnect. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. Bit cloud. Have you heard about bit cloud? Bit cloud. No, I have not heard of it. Bit cloud is a blockchain social media where where the concept was that everyone can create his or her own coin, and people can buy it. So everyone can have a coin, and your coin might become valuable so people can buy your coin so this is kind of the, the social network <laughs> of you, you you make yourself an influencer and put yourself on the market and if people th- see that you are promising they will buy you because they assume that you will become popular uh, or, or valuable over time and they created this network i don't know if it launched one or two months ago mm-hmm. and I, i i looked into it but not too deep uh, because I don't know. I wanted to to mock people by creating a, a coin, and then I was against it because I thought me people might take it seriously. And then I was yeah. like, no, no let's, yeah. let's forget about it. But yeah, but th- that that sounds kind of weird to me because that's that's again using crypto, uh, you know, as a currency. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I'm seeing you know kind of a shift towards other things than a payment system because mm-hmm. right now obviously the, the focus is a lot on having a new payment system and an alternative to the us dollar or the europe or the euro you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. that's really the the point of original point of bitcoin i assume but all these other things like that vpn for example mm-hmm. is, is really interesting because yeah, it's, 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 interesting. it's it has it has a coin attached to it and you mm-hmm. use the coin to pay for the vpn service in micro payments or you put that currency in your in your wallet on your mm-hmm. device wherever you want to use it on and then you get micro payments every time you use it so that's how it works that's what mm-hmm. the currency is for mm-hmm. um but you know it would be very interesting to see if i don't know if it's possible to do something like that but to have a social media platform right mm. that that is decentralized and is kind of everywhere in in everyone's pocket <laughs> right but you know with not the primary goal of creating a currency, but the primary goal yeah. of creating 
a social media platform like Facebook that is mm-hmm. that is uh, you know that is open and also decentralized. I think this is what is trying to be established at the moment. Um, what was the name of this guy from the Trump supporter Mike Lindell? I think uh, he is trying at the moment to create a a network called Frank, which is supposed to become the new parlor in a way, you know? Um, I don't even Frank, know what parlor is. What? Okay, parlor was an, a, 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 an attempt to to replace Facebook okay. with no censorship. So it became kind of a conspiracy theory oh, social yeah. network. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen it. It was a and, Twitter thing, yeah. Yeah, kind of. A Twitter, a Twitter alternative, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and it was... Kind of, it was taken out of the Apple shop, uh, and now it's kind of back. I don't know why. I I I never used <laughs> the app. I don't. I I heard that it's going to be banned, and then I quickly downloaded it just to be able to yeah. you know look into it. But I never actually logged in or created an account because I felt like I don't know because of privacy reasons. Yeah. They wanted me yeah. to give my favorite color or something, and I was like, no, I don't want you to know. <laughs> I don't want you to know my favorite color. What's your favorite Who color? Who are you? I'll tell you offline. <laughs> no, my favorite color is green. But <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> what shade of green? Can you give me the exact hex color? Uh. Yeah, look on my Instagram profile. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of examples there. Oh my god! Yeah, anyhow, but uh, I think the 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 name is Frank Experiment, Frank News Experiment, or whatever. No, um, and this guy is also trying, or he he promised that he was going to to build this social network, and uh, he kind of failed. Reddit went, you know, kind of uh, ripped them apart in the uh, midair because the launch was a total disaster and they only claimed to have had two billion requests on the first day without any proof or anything. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> two billion. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. like, what, is that a fifth of the total world population? It went to Frank? Yeah. <laughs> Well, if they okay. say so, why would they lie? But it's interesting It's interesting how they position themselves. Frank has been positioned as an alt-tech social networking service appealing to conservatives. Like, why would you limit yourself to one political group? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And how do you find... Have you? Did you find uh, the, 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 the extra service, page? No, I found it on Wikipedia. The service oh, yeah. will not permit swearing, pornography, and death threats. Specifically, Lindell in a video band, the C word, the N word, the F word, or God's name in vain. I see. I see. I just found the the the, the original page. It's called FrankSpeech.com, and Frank it's speech. actually still uh, impossible to create an account. So you can go there and watch a live stream. Um, but yeah, it's a great logo. <laughs> you should contact them. <laughs> they, they need some better design yeah, for sure that's yeah. not a very convincing website is it it's yeah i mean frankspeech.com really. help not, save not our really. country share everywhere and then all the other social media platforms <laughs> yeah, you see very the irony is 
striking. Yeah. But but <laughs> this is this is the, the the funny thing. So I don't want to uh, uh, talk bad about Frank's speech. I just want to point you out do. that this is this is <laughs> this is an example of. I think it's uh, what people are trying right now because Twitter. You know, we we've talked about Twitter as well. How how powerful they become. They have. I mean. This was unprecedented. They banned the president of yes, the United States, exactly. States of America from their platform. Yeah, they censored crazy. a president. They this is something that which is huge. It, it doesn't matter if the president is good or bad, but they did. They they did it. And um I think so now we are in the in the moment of where we where we we're kind of waking up i don't i don't like using the word waking up because now nowadays everyone is using waking up in different <laughs> contexts you know conspiracy theories and anti-conspiracy theories and all this stuff that it's kind of the awareness is rising at the moment at what is happening and i think this is why we understand that it needs to be in our hands Uh, rather than in in a centralized entity that no one yeah, has access exactly. to. Yeah. So, but what is this? What is the technical difference with Frank? Because it just seems like another yet another no one knows. centralized social network. No one knows. They're it's, saying alt tech. What does that even mean? Alt tech. Yeah, this is that's a problem. It's alternative tech, <laughs> like alternative news, <laughs> but no one knows. It's no a, one knows. Frank, based on its error messages, is written in Drupal. Several Drupal experts have criticized the way in which Frank was developed and deployed, including one who observed that Drupal is not designed to handle a large amount of user-generated content, typically found on social media sites. So, yeah, apparently their basic CMS that they're using is already wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Doesn't seem like very very high tech to me i think you know they might have actually had two billion requests because they got ddosed or something yeah you know <laughs> especially if you want to position yourself on a political spectrum then yeah you exactly. can expect that to happen exactly um but yeah i mean it, it, i think it would be amazing to have to have something that is you know decentralized and not owned by anyone not controlled so it, by anyone or not even possible to control by anyone mm. you know that's that's what i mean that's that's why i like companies that have products where they're like well we 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 can't even control this even if the government ordered us to do this like mm. we literally cannot manipulate yeah. what's what's happening here you know yeah. what i mean like it it you, you need to give power back to Everyone, the people you know what i mean that's what the internet to me is all is all about you know yeah. it, that's that what it was has, all about yeah. yeah that everyone has you know the the same the same power like everyone has a computer everyone has a keyboard and a mouse you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like everyone can point at things and your computer can 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 do things and we have like we i think we literally have the technology to make something but, like this happen that is completely see, decentralized It's very idealistic, and I share that ideal uh, ideology with you. But if we are realistic about it, it's not true. I mean, look at your graphics card and my graphics card, and now look at the graphic card market, for example. I've been trying to. I I was I almost bought a thirty ninety, until I realized how stupid it is to buy that 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 you know at that expensive price. Mm. It, But, it's you know the, the fact that I'm able to talk to you 
should should already mm. be enough to be a node in this network. Yeah, true. And I agree, but the, I think, you know, if we talk about possibilities that we have nowadays through internet and, you know, IT or information technologies, let's say like this, uh, very, very much, you know, if I have the iPhone or iPhone 10 with a face scanner, or um, if we have a sophisticated, you know, computing machine. And I'm talking about stuff like, For example, I today I had again my AI uh, class, and we I had to give a, a a presentation, one and a half hour presentation about natural language processing, and I remember I remembered today how much I struggled because I didn't have enough resources on my Google Colab drive, and but it was amazing to be able to use it, so I could even use it from my phone is where you where, where you come in but if i had my my machine plus your machine plus whatever mm -hmm. four machines plus or bitcoin minus then i would be able to do completely different things on the internet yeah. so the surfboard does matter in you know in the in that sea or whatever you know it's so technically You're right, but it's not that we are all having keyboards and my mice. Some people don't even have a mice, a mouse. Yeah, that that is true. But I mean, like, I I think if if you were to make something like that, maybe something like that is already in development. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if you are already able to participate in the internet, that's just the 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 only requirement that it should have. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I I agree that not every device will be like this the same power but it should it should be lightweight you know what i mean mm -hmm. it should it shouldn't be like super uh yeah. bloated or anything um i don't think it, it should be something like that but yeah it's it's a nice hypothesis i hope uh it's it's yeah. already in development something like this and if it is and if someone knows feel free to to let us know i would love to to hear about that mm -hmm. um did you have some more comments on that specific topic <laughs> Well, I, I would love to see that happen. And I think it is in development because it's something like the Tor project, for example, right? The Onion yeah. Router. Mm -hmm. so, you could, you, you and, could compare it to that, I think, yeah. And the only thing is, I think, you know, the average user is kind of lazy or scared of computers. If I think mm -hmm. about, you know, my, my, my family from Jules' side, they are... Today I had to help uh, Jules' mother to log into Zoom, and I, uh, as long as we have these kind of problems because people don't understand, you know, the the simplest form of technologies, um, such a network will be hard to to achieve, you know. But for for the user, it should just be something where they download the app and you know their their device becomes part mm -hmm. of the network and yeah. becomes part of the pool. Of, yeah. of resources yeah but it's a big hurdle to make them download the app yeah because sure. why why, why should they they already have like why would why would people use signal if they already have telegram you know it's i don't good, i don't use because it's because it's decentralized you know what i mean that's, I have, that's the big difference uh, the, <laughs> i think the, it's the, a big argument i use a messenger that's that I, i i keep so secret i don't tell anybody that i don't meet in person um making these people making the people i trust 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 in close you know proximity 
um, uh, make them download the app is they already feel like criminals. <laughs> because but I tell them, hey, it's just a secure communication yeah. <laughs> application because you're being tracked, whether you know about it or not. And it's not it's not about I don't want to talk bad stuff with you or anything. I just don't want people to listen. <laughs> but, you know, making them understand that is very hard. So I think, you know, until something like this can evolve like Facebook did, I mean, we have to under remember How did Mark Zuckerberg did it? Uh, do it? He he went to the. It was a meet hot girls, hot college girls. Yeah, true. <laughs> so this is how he, he made he it. He appealed and to the kids first. That's what you gotta yeah. do. <laughs> and he appealed to the 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 cool kids in the club, and they yeah. were using it. Now everyone wanted to use it as well. It's the same principle with Clubhouse or what yeah. Clubhouse yeah. tried to do, and I think. Invite only. failed. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Twitter even completely copied it, right? <laughs> I was actually quite stunned. I sent you the screenshot, but I mean, I was actually quite stunned to open my Twitter app and, and or I got a notification from something like, this person ah, is yeah, talking yeah. in this room. And I was like, what? And I, I clicked on it and it was literally the exact same interface yeah. as Clubhouse, but just on Twitter. I was like, It's, did they really completely copy their entire concept and just put it in their app? Just like, how can oh, they even do that? Definitely. Because, you know, Clubhouse took too long. It took Clubhouse too long to, to, to open up. There, there was a momentum where everyone was talking about Clubhouse. And then it went all down because over time it's boring. All the time, the same people talking about the same stuff. First, first time you hear your hero talk about his tips and tricks, you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Exclusive content. Now, the moment you realize that you, you can get it every week, it's not interesting anymore. It's not exclusive <laughs> anymore. It's like, "Oh, okay. Hmm. He's talking again. I don't know. I I already know what he's gonna tell me, so <laughs> I don't know if I need to hear it." So I think. Clubhouse kind of killed exclusivity with with them, with their own concept. But yeah, that's not the topic. We don't we don't talk too much about privacy, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we I think I think we are. I think you know I think decentralization is is a big part. Yeah, and it is. also you know also like you like you were saying like things like encryption. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of governments want to have backdoors in encryption, mm -hmm. which yeah. is a crazy idea to even yeah. want to have something like that you know even even you know it's it's just it's just crazy that governments want to build backdoors into encryption because it completely kills free speech you know what i mean like you need encryption <laughs> to have free mm -hmm. speech you need anonymity on the internet uh to to have free speech otherwise you know if you have a corrupt government Like we we live in a in a privileged place, but there are other parts of the world where you can't just say uh, or have you know be critical of of your government or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. You know there there are places like that in the world, and you know nothing is saying that our part of the world won't become like that either. Like if It's our certain. government now decides to okay, we're going to crack down on everyone who says something bad about us. You know if some crazy government gets elected somehow. You know mm. that that could happen to us, so we have to think about that. And and right now, it's not necessarily a problem for us right now at this moment. But you know, there there are people in the world like you know, um, people that have exposed 
or have exposed mm-hmm. things on WikiLeaks and things like that, mm-hmm. who are now, uh, you know, have to hide. They have to yeah. hide because they're even from from Western countries, you know, yeah. because they, they have to hide because they're being hunted down as criminals. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. That's what privacy is about, right? It's about free yeah. speech. It's about, you know, it's about being able to be But you know what the and, biggest and problem is? The, the moment that someone has that actual privacy and is able to protect their identity and comes out with truth, the truths become untrue. That's also Because true. It's, untru- it's, it's untrustworthy. It's not trustworthy anymore. It's like, yeah, yeah, well... Yeah, right. What's, what's your reference? What's your what's Some your John Doe, as if. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. So you have to kind of be bold and brave and be a whistleblower who show shows your face. Otherwise, no one will actually believe it. And if you do that, it's almost certain that you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it is extremely important. And yet again, those who who, who don't even deserve the, 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 well, everyone deserves it, of course. I mean, but you know, they, <laughs> they, they, they throw the privacy out of the window, like, you know, and those who would really need it, they are deprived of it to, to protect those who throw the privacy away, which is even, even more crazy. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, um, with, uh, COVID-19? Yes, there, oh. there it is again. There oh. it is again. I know you don't like talking about oh. it, but oh. it is actually quite relevant yeah. because because uh, COVID-19 has been used for an excuse mm. to break down privacy in many yeah. ways. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think about that? I think it's a huge disaster. I think it, nothing, I mean, of course, we have to protect each other of course we have to 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 make sure that everyone is as safe as possible but we have to remember that people will die from so many causes we can't stop driving buses because some people get run over by buses or you know we can't stop breathing because i don't know uh someone swallowed a raindrop and had a hiccup and and died because of it or whatever and i know it's not the same thing we we cannot compare that but what i'm trying to say is uh, some entity empowered itself over everyone else became the patron and is now decreeing or uh, saying uh, what is right or wrong Mm -hmm. and in deciding um when people are allowed to have civil rights or not. And those who who try to go against it are being defamed to the to the fullest, where I think it's 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 problemat- problematic because it's a unprecedented case. We don't know, no one knows. And those who say something that they have a different opinion, they they become kind of outcasts. We had a very prominent case here in Germany. I don't know if you heard about it. Some 53 very famous German actors um, created clips where they were talking about the me- uh, measures. Uh, like it was a uh, satirical clip, uh, always like something like a minute where they were like, yeah, you know, 
I like uh, I, I I'm a big fan of uh, free free opinions. That's why I got rid of mine. I freed my opinion. Now I don't have any an opinion anymore. I like it better that way. You know, they were kind of satirical and shooting at the measures of, of the, the, the anti-COVID measures. Mm -hmm. Now these, some of them had death threats or, you know, real physical threats to, to, to their lives because they had a different opinion. And the moment that it becomes something like this, where you have to hide your actual opinion, it kills democracy. It kills dialogue. It kills the uh, uh, possibility to find out who we as a society are and what we want, how we want to, you know, create uh, our, our society. It gives the power to one ruling class. I don't want to uh, say that it's uh, the elite or whatever. It's just those who have the, the, let's say, popular opinion will decide and those who have the unpopular opinion will be kind of pushed down. But isn't and that what democracy is? That the popular opinion wins? Well, no. Yes, but no. There's a difference in if we have both opinions on the stage and we can choose, you know, like vote. What do we want? Then it's democracy. But if one opinion is just forbidden and you are only allowed to vote for one, then it's something else. Mm. because like, there's no real choice mm -hmm. there's like no with, real choice like with we, privacy measures being uh broken down exactly for, 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 example, for a certain motive that is deemed to be good by an entity our mobile carriers for example are tracking us uh our behavior uh, movement patterns and everything which is something that no one has been asked about there's no choice because they have to protect us they have to be be uh, i mean the, the the explanation is makes sense but we weren't asked you know for the sake of safety they have decided that it's okay to track the movement movement patterns of everyone to find out who is going to the uh, protests who is staying at home to to calculate the risk and whether the the, the measures are working or not now we're not allowed to go out anymore That, well, not anymore. We have a, a um, country countrywide uh, security mechanism. If the incident value goes be above uh, 165, then the whole country will be in shutdown from 22, like 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. But if we, where I live in Hamburg, we already have this situation where we are already in the lockdown from 9 p.m. So if if the, the 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 lockdown would come we would get one hour plus <laughs> it's kind of strange but yeah so we would be able to stay out until 10 instead of nine because okay. now it's the globe the countrywide uh, rule instead of the citywide rule yeah it's it's very strange but these things are are being decided and no one's being asked about it it's just You know, kind of, we, we're, we're waiting to, to hear what we're allowed to do and what not. And this is not a democracy, you know. Mm. Technically, they would need to give the, the, the people the choice and 
if people, let's say people want to die, all the people say, hey, we'd rather die than live like animals trapped in houses, then, and that would be, let's say this would be the popular opinion of the majority, then that would be the decreed thing or the voted thing. But now there's no, not even an option for this to be the popular opinion. Whoever talks like this is being defamed and attacked like, who are you? And because of people like you, uh, we still have the lockdown and shut up already. And <laughs> people are starting to fight. They are really starting to fight. It, it's, I mean, it's been one and a half years. It's, it's, it's crazy. Those who in the beginning were, you know, approached me, I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't install the tracing app because of privacy, not because of COVID yeah. or anything, just because of privacy. And I have one close friend who called me and he was like, Hey, did you already install it? And you have to install it and we have to work together. Now he comes to me and is like, Oh man, <laughs> you know, he's like, they are lying to us. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. It's you're giving, yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to where you give a certain amount of power to, to governments, uh, about our, our digital lives and, and how much, how much power we want to give to them. And, you know, it's, it's a slippery slope, man. It's, it's a not only slope. digital anymore. It's not only digital, digital equals digital, analog. In, it's in it's become real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially bef because of augmented reality, mixed reality, um, holographs and all that stuff. It's, we're moving together. It's kind of, we, it's so, 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 so strange because we're kind of in the middle of the matrix in, in building the matrix. Like, yeah. you know, we, we are, we are the prequel to the matrix somehow, which is so strange because I feel like, you know, now I feel like I'm in a dream watching a nightmare emerge. And I'm just sitting there and, in, and I ask all my friends and fellow fellows, like, do you see this thing? And they're like, yeah, looks creepy, right? And I'm like, yeah, it looks very creepy. Shouldn't we run? Nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah. stop smoking. <laughs> I think, I think really the, the answer to, to all of these things is the decentralization, man. Like, yeah. honestly, uh, the more that I look into, uh, crypto and the, the projects that people are, are using, uh, mm -hmm. that that they're using crypto for it's it's such a good precedent that's being set right now you know decentralization is really you know the future of of what we need you know as uh, in order to 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 take ownership of our data we have to decentralize it yeah definitely <laughs> which which definitely. is which is crazy which is kind of like the opposite of what you would think but it's literally putting our data and everyone's data back in our pockets. Yeah, because it's, it, it gives, this is our responsibility. We have to take it and, and protect it because otherwise, you know, it's, it's kind of, otherwise we're not worth it. It's, it's, it's just that, I don't know. It's, it's really, and I think well, we are, we're going, we're, we're starting to pay the bills right now. Yeah. For, 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 for the 
too much trust in these technologies. Definitely. Yeah, right now we're just we are just 100% based working off of trust, right? We're just like, oh, it'll, it'll, it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I would love to talk to Tatiana about this also, to Tatiana Tosi, about uh, decentralization and uh what are what our opinion of that is so perhaps we have to invite her uh yeah. some, some some time again to to continue our conversation about a data ownership and uh you know how, yeah i have this idea of de decentralization man i just can't shake it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i feel like it's the future i think so too i think i i'm i think this is one of our uh, last hopes quote unquote you know because if that doesn't happen, then we're gonna have some tech giant ruling all of us. The the first one who who who, who you know arrives at the goal somehow. It's kind of I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. You're <laughs> we'll right. See. I I we'll agree. See about that. I agree. Okay. I think we're gonna go ahead and finish today's episode. Yeah. Thank you for being with us. If you have any questions or uh, suggestions for us, feel free to, to reach out to us. Uh, uh, you know where to find us. Uh, <laughs> feel free to just uh, yeah reach out to us and, and let us know. Uh, we're going to be back in two weeks. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to be inviting a another guest. We're going to talk about cryptocurrency. So I'm also going to ask him a bunch about decentralization and you know what it what it means to him uh because i'm sure it's it's influenced you know his his career and everything uh so yeah i really want to talk to him about about crypto it's going to be mostly about cryptocurrency but i'm really interested also in you know hearing what he has to say about the application of of, of crypto and not only cryptocurrency but the blockchain in general um mm. because that's really on top of my mind right now you know, because right now, you know, cryptocurrency is in such a state where it's being seen as a as a fantastic investment opportunity, but not much as an actual, you know, applied yeah. thing to use, which, mm. which is what the original idea was, because yeah. the application is just the design isn't there. You know what I mean? There's a layer that's completely missing uh, yeah. for for crypto to really start being something that mainstream people use so that's really what i want i want to ask him next uh in two weeks cool yeah so professor void is asking what's the schedule we we are bi-weekly online and yes i'm gonna try to be here more often again to do co-working because yeah we kind of let this place rot for a while <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But it's hard. We we have obligations. We have lives. We have a pandemic. Hope you are well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We do indeed hope you are well, uh, but don't disclose that information. Keep keep it to you. Keep don't tell private. anybody your favorite don't color. Don't if someone <laughs> asks you for your favorite color, just say it's green. <laughs> All right. I see. I see. I see. Okay. I see how it goes. All right. Thank you very much, Bella. Thank you, Tom. Um, it's a little bit late, so I'm not going to be here for the after talk. But, uh, yeah, no, me too. <laughs> it's Ramadan. I have to go to sleep and wake up early. So There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, Bella, enjoy your night. Have a good night's rest. You it was too. nice talking to you again. 
And I'll see you again in two weeks for the next episode. Till then, bye-bye.